You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing awesome. Uh, it's football weekend. Uh, I guess it's all preseason games, so they don't, quote, count. But it, there's football all weekend. If you're lucky to have NFL Network, there's football yeah. tonight. There's football Friday. There is a quadruple header on Saturday. Saturday morning, starting at uh, 11, I think it is. There are four games in a row on NFL Network. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jimmy, I'm going to tell on you for a second here because. Oh, sure. Is it about, yeah. it's about the number of the frog? I have a frog issue about, as well. You have a frog <laughs> issue? Well, I have I'm, no I'm, idea I'm, what you're I'm, I'm visiting my old downtown office and I was working on my laptop and I noticed movement. And I'm in an empty office because I cleaned it out because I'm, I'm not lawyering anymore. And uh, oh, there he is. I see him now. Uh, I notice a movement to my left. There's a frog in my office. What does that mean? I, I, don't, I don't know, but no, that, first of all, that story is just bad. I mean, I'm not telling that one. But um, why is there a frog? I'm on the second floor in downtown Mobile. I'm not in the forest. Well, the story I was going to tell was that you, uh, you called me right as we were about to do this podcast and said, hey, um, yeah, I forgot the number. And we've done 430 of these. I'm not shitting you. That's the number we've done. We've done this 430 times. And if you were telling me that, hey, you know what? I normally do this from my computer, so I don't remember the number. I would buy that. But you always do it from your phone because you have not learned to operate it from your computer. <laughs> I used to do it. No, we, uh, have we done, I can't remember if I did locked on from the computer or not. I did almost all the talk in Tuscaloosa's from the computer, but yeah. nevertheless, uh, different technologies. And uh, yeah, I uh, total brain farted on the, I think it's because I have to remember too many bank accounts. I, I, I bank when I come down here and there's like four different accounts. And, uh, I think I got too many bank account numbers in my head. That sounds illegal. <laughs> that sounds like something well, a, it involves, a pimp would it say. <laughs> it involves a lot of shell companies, so um, shell corporations. Well, Jimmy, I'm glad you brought up the NFL because that's kind of where I want to start with this. I mean, we'll talk some practice stuff. Xavier Williams being put on, you know, I guess a medical red shirt um, or a medical something because he's not even on the roster anymore. Um, But I really want to talk about the NFL because tonight, uh, well, it's Thursday and we're cutting it on a Thursday. So you'll know about this. But you you got um, Mac Jones playing tonight. Uh, he'll probably get a lot of time. I mean, I assume Cam will too, because they're in a pretty heated battle. I've been keeping up with that a lot. And I'm going to tell you something. The the Patriots beat writers are like, yeah, Cam's probably the starter, but it ain't for long. Mac looks really good. Um, obviously, Anthony Jennings, uh, Dante Hightower. I don't know how much Dante will play tonight, if, if any, um, and Damian Harris. And then, of course, um, on the other side, Washington has just about every former Alabama player ever um and and yeah so it's that's great um that's going to be a fun one to watch and then the i think the NFL network is going to um do a tape delay on the Pittsburgh Eagles game 
which obviously has Correct. a bunch of Bama guys and Jalen Hurts, who I still consider a Bama guy. And Devontae Smith won't be playing because he's hurt. But, um, you know, just just awesome stuff. It's so good to have it back. Yes, and uh, uh, tomorrow night is the Bills and the Lions at uh, 6 o'clock on NFL Network, 6 o'clock Central, which, which would be tonight, as you guys listen to this, uh, Bills and Lions tonight. And, and again, Saturday, the quadruple header. Uh, and it all ends Sunday uh, with one game, weirdly, at like a one in the afternoon. You would think if there's one game Sunday, it'd be Sunday night. But, but uh, they don't care as much about TV ratings, I think, for these things. So, But Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock, I believe, Colts, Colts play somebody uh, on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, we have football all weekend. And then if you want to get even more excited that we have a whole weekend of NFL preseason football here, Next weekend, as Luke knows better than anyone, there are games that count. High school games, yes, but real high school football kicks off in the state of Alabama and the state of Georgia uh, next weekend. Yeah, I'm actually going to be doing the uh, school board show and calling the Friday game for the Champions Challenge. It's not called the Champions. I think it's just called the Kickoff Challenge or something like that in Crampton Bowl on Friday night. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's going to be a busy night for me, but, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to have to go to Crampton Bowl and drive really quickly back to Ellick city to, um, to do the scoreboard show, but I'm looking forward to it, but you know, I, um, and by the way, I'm looking up really quickly cause I have not even, uh, given a, a, a hint of what this game is yet. I know Bob Jones is in it. I'm trying to think who the two games are. Let's see, 7A, Dothan and Bob Jones is the game I'm going to be calling. Does Bob and Jones have a, a young uh, – Bob Jones has like a 23 corner. You I think that? that's right. Yep. Wrong about yep. that? A.J. Harris. No, A.J. Harris is at – he's at a Central Phoenix City, isn't he? Might be, might be. But I think they do have a 23 defensive back. I think you're right, but, but A.J. Harris is at Central Phoenix City. Yeah. And then the other game on Thursday night, which I won't be calling, is um, Gunnersville taking on Hanley. If I can't um, remember the code to get into the podcast, the odds <laughs> that I could just quickly name a 23 defensive back of Bob Jones. God, that is so – I mean, that is just so bad. I mean, people don't know how bad <laughs> that is. Um, you know, I wanted uh, to talk about – uh, something else on the NFL really quickly. And I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm feverishly looking it up now. Okay, here it is. Best NFL players by Jersey number one to 99. Okay. Oh, this goodness. was cool. This is from CBS sports. And this is just how good Alabama's. Been. Man, it is oh my goodness. Can you hear that? I love what I'm wearing. I, 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 you, you, I have no idea what that is. That is a pop-up ad from CBS. Damn it, CBS. How am I going to stop this? I hope this isn't coming through as bad as it is, but it is coming through that bad. So, okay. It's, oh, God. It's we're, through, we're enjoying ads. I can't we're do it. We're enjoying our ads. I can't ads. do it. See, CBS okay. pisses me off when they their pop-ups are so loud and annoying. And I wanted to read this to everybody. I thought it was going to be cool. But number two uh, is Julio Jones, you know, because he wears number two. Uh, I know Jonathan now. Allen at 93 was in there. Derrick Henry was in there. Um who else? Uh, Minka was in there. Um, Weren't all these guys supposed to be Bama bus? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, and and here they are. Ends up they're pretty good. Here they are not busting as hard as they can. No, um, I pace around when I talk on the phone. Uh, I pace around, and it's a matter of life or death. This time, uh, I'm in a very small office, and I pace 
while I do the show, and uh, I have to be careful not to step on this frog who's, who's hopping around madly. He's hopping around. I'm walking around. It's a mess in here. What? Where is your office? Is your office with Solomon Grundy from DC Comics in the swamp? <laughs> it's, um, it's full of lily pads. It's the lily pad office. No, I, I've think... never had one. I've been in this office since 2010, uh, so this is 11 years. This is my first frog. Uh, Jimmy, let me. Uh, well, but I mean, you make it sound like you've had a plethora of other animals or amphibians. Uh, I mean, there's no. been the occasional. There's been the occasional bug. Occasional. But uh, no, this is the first non-bug. All right. Let me tell everybody about our new advertiser here, Sweat Block. Look, we had a meeting about this yesterday um, where they, they said, okay, there's a new advertiser coming on. These guys are badass. Sweat Block is literally to block sweat. And here's the thing that's cool. It comes in like a wipe form, okay? And you can put it on on a Sunday. You can, you know, when you're done, you're about to go to bed. You, you wipe it under your arms or, you know, wherever you got the sweat issue, right? Wipe it under your arms is where I'm going with to keep things G-rated here. But you wipe it under your arms, go to bed, wake up, shower, do your thing. Still put on deodorant, still do whatever. But for seven days, you're protected from sweating. That's how awesome this stuff is. This doctor created a Harvard doctor, by the way. Doctor recommended, works up to seven days. Is a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, it's been there for 10 years on Amazon. It's got over 13,000 reviews and damn near all of them are awesome. So uh, wear what you want to wear. It's your little secret. You ain't tell anybody about it. Um, just seriously, for those who have a sweat issue, this is fantastic. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on, or you can go get it at Amazon or CVS if you don't want to save 20%. That's up to you. But you can go to sweatblock.com, save 20% with promo code locked on. That's sweatblock.com. Okay, Jimmy, um, let's talk a little bit about practice notes. Uh, you know, I'm going to just pull these right off of uh, your new website on three. Uh, our boy Clint Lamb, who's been hired by you, had a few observations, and I'll let you chime in. Uh, he said, starting tight end Jaleel Billingley would back at practice after missing the first two practices due to unspecified reasons. Actually, Saban has kind of come out and said, yeah, he kind of wasn't following COVID protocol, apparently. So, uh, But Billingsley is back, and that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, we didn't need Jaleel Billingsley missing a lot of practice. Uh, he's, he's a kid that needs the work. He's likely to be the starter at tight end. He had to miss a few days. Uh, you know, we're not, we're, we don't know exactly what happened, but, you know, you can piece it together about things Nick Saban has said about the situation. Uh, he didn't miss much practice, so he clearly didn't have COVID. Uh, he's also in the doghouse. So I think when you combine those two things of, well, he didn't have COVID, but he's in trouble, I think not following COVID rules uh, is probably uh, why he had to miss practice for a couple of days. So he was in legitimate uh, trouble. Uh, but hey, but that that's fine. That's fine. I mean, some of the greatest players and greatest people of all time uh, have missed. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, he, he, you know, even got in some minor minor trouble one time in Alabama. I mean, I'm just saying it, it, it's great people do make dumb decisions all the time. So anyway, it's, it's nothing to care about. He's back at practice. He needs the practice. And uh, like every 20-year-old in the world, uh, he probably needs to mature a little bit. 
hell, I'm 51 and need to mature a little bit. Well, not only that, people need to remember Jaleel Billingsley has gone from a relative unknown. I mean, relatively speaking, anybody on Alabama's team is kind of not unknown, but um, a relative unknown to what many people believe may be the first tight end picked in the draft at a time when people are pretty high on tight ends, thanks to Kyle Pitts. So um, I think that, you know, Jaleel Billingsley, maybe his ego has taken over a little bit. And that's, you know, okay, to be expected. Um, He also has a note here about LeBron Ray, missed some practice, continues to work his way back from a groin injury. I mean, I think we can just say that every podcast, so I'll just gloss over that. Um, (laughs) Here's one thing that did stand out, and this is one thing I love. Second-year defensive lineman Tim Smith seemed to be working with the first-team unit during a few drills alongside D.J. Dale and Justin Eboisjebae. Are we going uh, – I think it's a Boyd Bay, right? I think it's a Boyd It is a Boyd Okay, Jimmy, by the way, let me stop right here. A buddy of mine – Oh, I used uh, to have it wrong. I used to say it wrong, by yeah, the way. I used to yeah. say it wrong, but I think it's a Boyd Yeah, you're, you're right, because I, I was going by your old wrong way. Thanks for screwing me up. Uh, <laughs> my buddy Gil sent me an email, and it has the respellings and pronunciations – of all the Bama players, and it is a boy. Yeah, it's in the media guy. Absolutely right. It's in the media. I think it's in the media guide. I don't have the media guide, but I think we now have a pronunciation guide in the media guide. Jesus and that man. reminds me, I'm going to talk to the people at On3 about this. It's one of my ideas. Um, it's not an idea or revolutionary, but I think at these big programs like Alabama, when a kid's being recruited and he's got a last name or a first name, that isn't obvious as to how it should be pronounced. I think in all of the recruiting stories, there needs to be a pronunciation guide so we don't get it wrong all the time. Because I'm like the guy, you know, who can't even remember the code into into locked on. Um, I I if I say it wrong at first, I'm going to say it wrong a long time. I mean, I need to know what it is day one, or I'm going to get it wrong a lot. Yep. And here's the other one that's going to, I'm going to get to the, the next one, but back to the main point, Tim Smith, I think is a bona fide badass. And so I want him on that defensive line. I need him on that defensive line. Um, the edge group, and this kind of stood out to me a little bit too, the edge group, and first of all, is a disgusting group. Uh, Will Anderson, Christopher Allen, uh, Drew Sanders, Chris Braswell, King. Oh shit. I got to And Wakuda. M. M. Wakuda. The, the key to saying his name no, right. It's just Makuda. It's just Makuda. According to the respelling. So okay, so you don't even do the W? Nope. It's just M. Makuda. I'm looking at this, this respelling okay. here, and it says Makuta. Excellent. I just The one thing I didn't know about the key to saying his last name correctly is saying the letter M starts off the whole thing. You say the letter M, and then you go from there. M. Bakuda. It okay. goes back to that old story um, that my uncle always tells me when he saw a woman that was obviously pregnant and, and he, he was a assistant DA or the DA, I think in DeKalb County for a while. And um, he saw a woman that was obviously pregnant and he said, Oh, you having a baby? Yeah. Okay. What's it going to be a boy or girl? Girl. Okay. Great. What's her name? Um, Jakeisha. Okay. Jakeisha. How do you spell that? Q-U-I-Q-U-A-T-I-A. And he said, wait a minute, Jakeisha, shouldn't there be a J? She said, yes, the J is silent. And it's so silent, it's not there. Um, so <laughs> I think with with Makuta, the W is silent, but it's there. But I it's mean, there. it's like the other way around. So um, anyway, I just thought that Makuta. was Makuta. Yeah. Makuta. Um, yep. 
Okay, let me. I keep getting off track, but this respelling thing is fascinating to me. No, no, we we ought to do the whole show on that. <laughs> we'd we'd have we'd we'd have the most educated. I mean, we that would be a service. That would be a service that we provided. <laughs> because hell, if me and you are getting it wrong, it's not like we don't live in this stuff every single day. If me and you are getting it wrong, everybody's getting it wrong. Oh, I know fans that are getting Ray from LeBron Ray wrong. So yeah, I mean, um, okay. The Edge group was as follows. Let me go back to that. Will Anderson, Chris Fallon, Drew Sanders, Chris Braswell, Kim Makuta, Dallas Turner, Keanu Coot. It says Coot in the thing. Keanu Coot and Quindarius Robinson. And the thing that stands out to me is Quindarius Robinson. I don't know if he put these. It says the Edge group was as follows. So I guess that's order. Man, I Quindarius Robinson at at it. Yeah. The last in that group, man, that shocks me a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know who you would jump yeah, over. Yeah. yeah, two things about that. Number one, uh, while Clint is an unbelievable pro, he's literally reporting what the line was through a drill. And I think we'd be making a mistake if we read too deep into it. Now, yeah, the fact that the drill was headed by Will Anderson and Chris Allen should tell us there is something to the line. Yeah. See, when the line starts, Will Anderson, Chris Allen, and then Drew Sanders and Chris Braswell – there's obviously something to the line because we know those are the first team and then the second team guys based on A-Day. We know that. So since you know that the first four guys are no coincidence, then it makes sense to to, to put a lot into it, right? Well, once you get near the back of the line, I wouldn't I wouldn't read too deeply into it. On the other hand, what, you make a good point, and that is we're in year two and – Put it this way, if by the end of next spring, Robinson is still last in these groups, I think at that point we start going, how did we miss here? Is he hurt? That's what I'm going to say. Is he hurt? Because I, I'm, I, I'm not going to believe too quickly that, that, that we were all just wrong about him. Yeah. I, and I'm, by all, I mean Nick Saban included. Because he is a certified badass on the hoof i mean there's no doubt about that so i thought he I was mean, the number one i thought he was the number one prospect in the state when he came out didn't he get get up to five stars am i wrong about that he might have been he was certainly a high four star i remember what i loved most about him and here's a guy that inside of him inside of this big dude was a defensive <laughs> back well gosh i should rephrase yeah, that i know because you it's know it reminds wrong. me of the, the arrested development where, um, where, um, God, what's his name? Tobias Funke Tobias. wrote the book, The Man Inside Me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're talking, about, you're talking about the part-time analyst, part-time therapist? Yeah. The, the world's first analropist. <laughs> the analropist, which looks pretty funny written on a card, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, go ahead. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, no, but inside Q... <laughs> is a defensive back. This guy played, not practiced, played in 7A football games as a defensive back. Then he grew into a dude big enough to be an SEC pass rusher, yet athletic enough and having ball skills. And you're like, this guy is just a monster athlete football player out there. I mean, that's almost a can't-miss equation. You know, so... I don't he know. Was a high four star, by the way, not a five star. I just looked it up. But so. hey, high four stars shouldn't shouldn't miss often. 
But like I said, if he's at the end of the line, at the end of next spring, now right now it's just hard. You know, hey, this happens too. We could do a whole show on this. He's a badass. He's always been a badass. He's the number one prospect in the state. He shows up to start thinking at, like every kid shows up going, hey, I'm just going to step on the field and be a freshman starter at Alabama. He shows up and there's freaks like Will Anderson and Chris Allen and Drew Sanders and Chris Braswell. And now he's like, I thought it was awesome. and ends up I'm not very good at all. Or, I mean, how is he mentally adjusting to the fact that he's not the best player anymore. He's not even good enough to play yet. And you have to make an adjustment. You have to make an adjustment. You have to put your head down and work is what you have to do. You have to put your head down and say, they think I can't play, watch this, and, and be patient and work and focus on getting better and not the results. I mean, that's what the process is, right? You focus on improving, and you don't even look up at the scoreboard. You're not looking at the results. You're working on improving. That's the process. And that's what he needs to do. Let's hope he doesn't get frustrated. But I also wonder if maybe he's dinged up or, like I said, hey, you know, you might be thinking, well, if I'm not first team or second team, what the, the hell does it matter right now? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. I talk about it all the time. It's one of the best betting websites, if not the best betting website on Al Gore's interwebs. Go check them out. Use promo code Locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You're absolutely going to love this website. Easy to navigate. You can bet on just about anything you want to, including reality TV. And I know some of y'all out there are really into reality TV. I'm not per se, but I know some of y'all are. You need to go check that this out because you're going to love betting on stuff like Beverly Housewives, Hills, whatever they do, Love Island. Um, go check that out. And you can bet on NBA. You can bet on... Uh, Major League Baseball, you can bet on college football futures, Heisman odds, all that stuff at betonline.ag is so much fun. Easy to pay, easy to get paid. Those are two crucial aspects of a good betting website. Go check them out, betonline.ag. Also, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Builtbar.com is not the website. It's built.com. I don't know why I keep saying builtbar.com because it's built.com. I'm assuming if you go to builtbar.com, you'll still get there. Why don't you just Google Built Bar? Quit listening to me about that part. Just Google Built Bar and it'll come up. Built Bar, they're awesome. As I've told you, they've hit the big time too. I was talking to about Sweat Block earlier that they're all over Amazon. They're, they're a big company. Bet Online, I've heard them advertise on a lot of podcasts. They're a big company. Well, Built Bar is a big company too. I've seen them at my local Lifetime Fitness. That's a big deal. But you can go to Built.com and get a much better deal using promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off that order. And you can uh, get all the built bars you need. And I'm telling you, I love them. They're going to send us some new built bars, by the way, Jimmy. That is a good thing. They're coming uh, ASAP, and uh, I appreciate that because sweet. those are my those are my meal halftime, and they are literally sweet. So built bar, fantastic. They got all the flavors you want. Go check them out. Built.com. B-U-I-L-T. dot com. Go check them out today, and just tell them you heard about them from Locked On Bama, and Jimmy and I will dance at your wedding. Okay, Jimmy. Um, really quickly now, because we sort of we sort of taken up the time. All these pronunciations. Um, got a scrimmage on Saturday, which will be tomorrow mm-hmm. when you listen to this. So, uh, any any thoughts about who really needs to stand out in this scrimmage? The first scrimmage is a little bit uh, shaking the rust off. Uh, I think they like to look at the young kids. Uh, 
to see who has retained any sort of knowledge of the scheme. I mean, who's, who's catching on here? I don't think, and this is from, from some inside scoop, uh, not, not that I've heard lately, but just how Nick Saban's always operated. Um, it, it, this is sort of like to get some timing down. They, 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 the scrimmage is important for young players, uh, and it's important to play in the game. You know, they don't even full tackle at practice, but they will in the scrimmage. So it's real football, and it is a big deal, but it won't be nearly as big a deal as the second scrimmage, which is the following weekend. It's that scrimmage where they make big decisions. That scrimmage is like, all right, who do we get ready to play against Miami? Who is on the travel squad? And who is on the scout team? That is almost completely and fully decided in the second scrimmage. So it's a good idea to get your feet under you in that first scrimmage because that, that, that first scrimmage is like a practice test. The second scrimmage is the real ass test. It, it kinda, they kind of decide for early in the season, for the first half of the season, basically, what the, what the roster looks like. I mean, who do, you can't get, for those of you who haven't played football at a high level, I mean, you, you can't prepare 105 players to play in a game. I mean, you've got to rep the hell out of the playbook and the play calls and the game plan, and, and, and you do that with the starters and some level of backups, but not 105 guys. You've got to start narrowing it down. Who are the dudes? Who are we getting ready to play against Miami? And uh, those decisions pretty much made over the next, over the next eight days. The next eight days, those, that, those decisions will be made. Um, is this going to be a scrimmage that people can go to or Red Elephant Club members or super, super secret society members or something? The super secret society members can go this weekend. Uh, I believe this weekend is Crimson Foundation, which is like the biggest guns of the big guns. I mean, the people that write sizable checks to the university and the athletic department. I think they get in uh, for this. Next Saturday is the Red Elephant scrimmage, which, is, of course, is the private booster group where everybody does contribute money to Alabama, but, but not of the scale of what uh, goes on with Crimson Foundation. Um, but So there are groups that get to go, but it is not open to the public nor the media. The media will have its normal viewing period uh, during the warm-ups for, for both scrimmages. And uh, I understand from our beat reporter with uh, the Bama site on On3 Sports, Clint Lamb, who does an outstanding job. He's a really bright football guy. I think one of the reasons Clint is going to be a real star among the beat writer group is Clint knows football really, really well. He's a smart football guy, and uh, and he's also a good writer uh, and just smart in general. So Clint's going to do a great job. I, I talked to Clint this morning. Uh, uh, they are they were not allowed to attend practice yesterday, which is Wednesday. Today, as we record this Thursday. They will be allowed at practice. So on the On3 Sports site late this afternoon, there will be some practice observations from Clint. You know what that means? We're working on a flea flicker. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they'll show the media. <laughs> you know, we did used to, like, do a flea flicker all the time. I mean, we did a flea flicker against Auburn, I think, 2011. We had a flea flicker against uh, – God, who was it? Who else did we do a flea flicker? We we used to that used to be our trick play. That was our thing. That was, you know. But um, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for this podcast. We oh, will have, I uh, took a picture of the frog. <laughs> I'll post it. I, um, I, I, I'll, I'll 
I'll uh, yeah, I'll I'll post it uh, as a response to when this podcast is published. Uh, shortly after that, you'll see you'll see the frog. I I photographed it during a live read. I like that. Uh, all right. Well, we will have scrimmage report on Sunday sometime. So stay with us till then. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.